Welcome to The Bookkeeper's Voice, an informative and entertaining podcast for bookkeepers who love small business. Each week, Amy Hook explores new ideas and shares real-life stories along with inspiring guests from both inside and outside the bookkeeping industry. Every episode will leave you with a fresh perspective along with industry-specific tips and insights to help your business and your clients' businesses thrive. Good morning, everybody. Thank you so much again for joining me this week. And today, as promised, I have a special guest with me. It's Tim Hoopman. And so for those of you who don't know Tim already, uh, Tim is a speaker and a trainer, and he specifically speaks and trains in the areas of both mental health and also digital disruption and technology. So both very relevant topics to what we've been talking about um, in the previous episodes and also something that's super relevant to um, bookkeepers. And so Tim also had a bookkeeping business for 10 years, so he knows what it's like. And he now volunteers for Beyond Blue as a speaker. He's been doing that for about two years and has done over 30 talks on the topic that we're going to be talking about today, which is about building your resilience and taking care of your mental health or, you know, developing a mentally healthy culture. So, uh, g'day Tim, thank you for joining me today. Hi Amy, thank you very much for inviting me. I'm very excited to be here today. I'm sitting in my little home office um, up here in Sydney, so um, thank you for welcoming me on your show. No worries, thank you again for joining. So, yeah, so do you want to just give a little bit of an intro about yourself and uh, we'll kick off from there, just giving a bit of a background on what, what you're talking about when you talk about mental health so that we give everyone a context for what we're going to be chatting about. Right, thanks very much. Um, I ran a bookkeeping practice for over 10 years. It was desktop software and paper at the start. Then along came um, cloud accounting software, zero connected apps such as Receipt Bank. So we, over that 10 years, we moved completely to the cloud, completely automated. And one of the things I'll say about that is as we changed and moved and off the offering to the customer was the same, the way we delivered it was different. It certainly at times using technology helped um, better manage the business and reduce certain levels of stress. Not all of them, but some levels. So that's really, um, that was really important. Yeah. Um, yeah. Since selling that business, I now... Um, as you mentioned, I'm now a speaker and a trainer. Uh, and in particular, I love talking about um, mental health, um, healthy um, workplaces. The reason being is that I um, personally um, found it at times quite um, still running my own business and struggle with anxiety. Speaking for Beyond Blue is a joyous um, thing that I do. A wonderful organisation and they're out there helping, helping not only individuals but also um, small business owners in understanding uh, about mental health and how to look after yourself better. I love it. I love it. It's such an important topic and I'm glad that um, someone who has that, that background in our industry has stepped into this space and is able to bring that knowledge. And, you know, I know that within our community, people have struggled with mental health in the past and also, some, you know, some of our, our um, listeners have employees. So learning to take care of their employees is going to be really helpful as well. So, um, yeah, did you want to just start off by talking a bit about what you mean when you say mental health so that we can um, get on the same page there? Yeah, I think that's a really good um, place to start because mental health 
um, it covers a very broad range of things. But in particular, when I um, speak for Beyond Blue and I do other um, talking, uh, we just really focus on um, anxiety and depression because that will often affect a lot of people in Australia um, and it'll also affect a lot of people running a small business. So we just kind of focus on our understanding of mental health in this talk being around anxiety and depression. And one of the key things I'd like everybody to take away first is that it's not a static state. When we talk about mental health, um, it's not I'm good or I'm bad. And the continuum sits from positive, positive, healthy, functioning, green, right through to the red, red which is severe impact on everyday functioning. So it's actually a, a not a static state and it's a continuum. And the one thing to remember is that we move along that continuum in our day-to-day -day life. So some days we might have more stressful days. Um, if someone's struggling from anxiety, they might become more anxious and they'll slide along that scale. The key thing is about how you deal with that then on an ongoing basis, how you become more resilient so that hopefully you don't end up on the red um, part of the continuum, which is quite severe. But also you should never punish yourself if you, if you end up there because for some people, um, they do and they need help immediately. So it's a continuum, we slide along, and the best thing to do is work out how we can manage um, better mental health for ourselves by understanding what we do in our everyday life. That's fantastic. It's so helpful um, to actually think of that because I think people who, um, you know, have struggled with anxiety and depression, something that I've struggled with uh, in, in my life as well, and I can think of, you know, just that bit about I'm... It's not I'm good or, you know, one end of the scale where I'm totally good or one where I'm totally bad. But I think um, that when somebody has depression or anxiety, they can think in that black and white way. So, like, it could actually be a kind of, um, you know, you can, you can actually have that experience where, like, you do have good days and you think oh, wow, like everything's, you know, great and I feel good and I'm productive and all that kind of thing. And then when the, when you have the bad day, then it's, then it can feel like, oh no, like it's happening again. And it can be, it can be kind of compounding and, and very stressful for a person. So I love that thought of that. Um, yeah, the continuum, um, I guess, you know, that that's going to allow the person to be able to see, okay, this is where I'm at today. And, um, you know, to be able to, kind of gauge that I guess so that's um yeah really 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 helpful thank yeah. you great and we shouldn't punish ourselves if we're having a, um, a tough that day. was another good thing you said yeah. yes that's so true exactly. it's so easy to do isn't it yeah and I think if you think about um, our physical well-being lots of people are incredibly fit some people are mildly fit some mm -hmm. people could be a little fitter so if you think about our physical well-being we again move along a scale. So mm. mental health is a little bit like that. We move yes. along a scale yep. and, and we need to do things in our life to keep us physically fit. Mm -hmm. um, now we also need to do things to keep us mentally fit. That's and I think true. one of, um, just um, before we move on, the signs and symptoms, they could be mm. physical. Mm -hmm. So it might be things like um, you have disturbed sleep or fatigue or some things like that. So they could be quite cool. They could be feelings, so things such as overwhelmed, irritable, you know, maybe lacking confidence. Mm -hmm. um, they could be things that we are thinking about. Yeah. And, and this is a really important one because often 
as we know in our life, our thoughts control so much of the outcomes of, um, of our lives that if we're thinking negative thoughts or patterns or we're feeling a bit helpless or hopeless and a bit worthless, that can mm. be some signs as well. And then the final one is behavioural. So, you know, we might have periods of poor concentration, you know, reduced productivity. There might be alcohol and drug use involved. So the signs and symptoms can come in those four different areas, physical, feeling, thinking, and behavior or behavioural. Um, and they all impact people differently. And one of the things that I will say to that I've learned from Beyond Blue is if things are continuing for greater than two weeks, and that's ongoing every single day, finding out a bit more about it. Go to your GP, check in, have a checkup, just just go and, and um, look after yourself. Again, after about two weeks, you really should be going, mm, not sure this is subsiding. I'm not sure what's going on. You know, do yourself a favour and, and, and check in with your, a good place to start is check in with your um, medical practitioner. Yeah, that's fantastic. And we have, I mean, one of the things that we've had on our, our website actually over the years is a, a stress test where someone can actually gauge their, their levels of stress and, you know, giving that recommendation that, you know, if they have a certain score that, you know, they should, they should you know, speak to someone and get that professional um, help. And I think... The really good thing, I mean, I was surprised how many of our community were actually like saying, you know, that they were actually completing this and saying how, how stressed they were. And I think it's good because it seems, I mean, I don't know if you're experiencing this, but the stigma surrounding mental health is definitely improving. And so people feel more confident or more comfortable to ask for help. Um, absolutely. It definitely is changed. If you think back five years, um, there was never really the the depth of discussion around mental health without there being some major stigma involved. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I can tell you, uh, when I was running my own business, and I was struggling. I wasn't really sure what I was struggling from. Um, I didn't want that to be anything to do with my mental health, so I was in quite, I was quite in denial about it. Oh. Um, and um, that can be quite um, a dangerous thing. Uh, fortunately, I got through all of that, and things are good. But um, I think, yes, we are we are much more open now. Some people are still very concerned about, but there is a lot more support and there's a lot more discussion. Mm -hmm. um, and industries, businesses, corporations, you know, you see so much more in the media now and it's a positive discussion around taking um, care of yourself from a mental um, health perspective. And that's a great thing. Yeah, that's really good. It's just so good that there is that support that, that we can get these days and also that the stigma is less because I remember even just a number of years ago, you know, if you shared with someone that you thought you might have anxiety or depression, um, you know, I mean, one of my fears would have been that the person would minimise it or they might say something like, oh, well, you know, everybody has a bad day or, you know, they don't really understand. And... Yeah, so I, I think it's good that we can come now and talk about these things and we're not going to be met with a, you know, a blank stare or, you know, perhaps tell the person and then never hear from them again kind of thing. So, Yeah, absolutely. And I, th and I certainly think the work Beyond Blue do and associations like Are You OK Day, it's really bringing the, to the fore that people should be able to ask those questions. People should be able to say, I'm struggling at the moment. 
um, the opportunity for people to go and ask somebody if they're okay and when um, this to that conversation and that it is okay for people to say if they are struggling and people won't turn away from it and often it's the kindness of words in someone just asking if you're okay because they've noticed something different mm-hmm. that can have the greatest of impact and it's simply then that person goes and checks in with their um, local GP as a start or they share a little person and um, get it out and then that person can um, maybe suggest um, what they could do um, in terms of going to their GP or reading up online or checking with Beyond Blue. So I think there's a number of options now where people don't have to become the, the um, you don't have to be their uh, psychologist or anything, mm. but you can offer some um, helpful words. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And I, and I think for the person on the receiving end of somebody who's coming to ask for help, I guess, um, you know, this conversation has helped, um, you know, also the person who's um, being told the information. It's, I guess it sort of works both ways. So if people are more open to the fact that someone might come to them and ask that, or they're more open to the fact that they can now go to somebody and say, hey, I've noticed that, you know, um, I don't know what you'd say. I guess you're going to help with that kind of thing, a conversation opener. There you go. I couldn't even think what to say, but yeah, you know, have you been okay lately? I've just been a little bit worried about you or something like that. And then that person, you know, I guess as the conversation, uh, you know, gets more and more um, accepted, then that person's probably more likely to actually say, yeah, well, actually, thanks for asking. There is something going on and, um, you know, not feel embarrassed that you've approached them to say something. Yes, indeed. And I think um, when we talk about um, a mentally healthy culture and a business, um, we talk about um, responsibility for, say, an employer or an employee, or I think you mentioned before, Amy, that a number of um, the listeners are sole practitioners, they will still um, engage with their clients and with their suppliers and other people around them. So um, making sure that the environment that they're in Um, is mentally healthy is really good for them and it allows them to be in the best position to have a conversation with someone that they're concerned about because when you're interacting with people all the time be they your team be they a client be they um, other suppliers it's really important to have an awareness to understand what you can do if you've seen something that you're a bit concerned about um, in terms of perhaps a change of behavior or just some of the things people are saying yeah, that's right. And you've talked about um, cre- creating a healthy culture or a healthy workplace. So what are some practical things that, um, that a bookkeeper could do in their business? So whether they, whether they have a team or not, what's something that, you know, what are some things that people can actually do to prepare themselves or to make sure they've got something in place for that? At Beyond Blue, a number of templates and things that talk about um, wellbeing plans. And I would encourage people, um, if they're not really sure where to start to, to grab one of those because it gives a bit of a guide on how what to step through. But I'll give you just a few um, different areas in our talk today. One is around our lifestyle. So let's think of these as something you can do as an individual or if you have a team, something you can do to in, in your business encouraging that to your team. But if we just focus on our own well-being, um, first and foremost, what's our lifestyle? So what are we doing in terms of um, exercise um, and that could be just a walk around the park. It doesn't have to be, I want to run a marathon. Um, exercise is different for different people, depending on their level of fitness. 
Um, what am I doing to relax? Am I getting enough sleep? I've spoken to a number of that's, people that's that have struggled over the years. And this is a really interesting one. You talk to people and they're not getting much sleep or when they are, they're not sleeping very well. So what are they, what are you doing in your lifestyle to help for that? You know, have you got any hobbies? Have you got things outside work, work taking a holiday? And most people go, I work for myself. I can't take a holiday. Mm-hmm. Understand that. But at the same time, you need to work out how you can. In our community, there are people that will help you. If you're going on holidays and you need someone to support you, I'm sure you could find someone that will help you with your clients. Mm. Um, you just probably need to ask or think a bit differently about it. Um, yeah, so there's a number of things that we can do in our lifestyle that give us something outside of work. Um, I would encourage people around exercise and sleep to really focus on that. I am the person that needs eight hours sleep a night and I've managed to get that on a relatively regular basis. When I don't, my days aren't as good. Now, I'm not suggesting that that's what everybody has to do, but sleep is really important. So start to put all those things together, put the banner lifestyle and look at what you're doing in terms of your lifestyle can also include things such as diet and how how in your lifestyle you're treating yourself well yeah that's yeah i love how you just phrased it right at the end treating your that you're treating yourself well i think that's so important we do you know we talk about self-care and things like that but when it comes down to the crunch as you said when you're a bit small business owner and you're in that place where you feel like there's nothing i can do about this you know if you really need a break but you might be thinking well I'm a small business owner. I, there's nothing I can do about it. But like you just said, then you challenge that thought. And it's when you come together with somebody else that you're able to kind of, you know, because I think part of what depression and anxiety are is that when, when you're suffering from that, you, are, you can be isolated and you think what's going on in your head is correct. And just by someone coming along and saying, well, actually, there probably is something you could do or you could ask somebody and then you think, oh, gosh, I didn't even think to ask for help. Like it didn't even occur to me that I could ask somebody. So just little things mm. like that is just, yeah, that's very helpful. And um, so what you mentioned lifestyle. So what are some of the other areas that could be looked at? Um, our thoughts, and I touched yep. on this briefly before, they're really impo- important to have positive thoughts. Mm-hmm. And I know that's not always easy, but a lot of people do that through having positive mantras that they refer to. They have lots of little quotes that they refer to. I love all that sort of stuff. Um, you know, practice gratitude. Um, that's a really, um, really helpful one. It makes you feel better. Um, and, and sometimes it's a bit about changing your thinking. Mm. Yes, it's stressful running your own business. Yes, it's challenging out there. But sometimes if we start to think like Tigger thinks rather than Eeyore, the day can <laughs> change around. We can be a bit more positive. We can think about things and happen and things will go wrong. Mm. A kind of a um, positive outlook towards it. Sometimes, just sometimes that'll help you get through things. Savor the good moments. Um, often when you're in the small business running it yourself, you never stop to pat yourself on the back mm. and go, do you know what? I just did a great job there. Um, again, if you've got a team, do that to your team. Encourage you know, gratitude, courage, patting each other, complimenting each other. 
Um, and then one of the other things is um, forgive you. Often we're so hard on ourselves. Oh, I'm not too really sure I did that right. I could have done better. So change, change your thinking around. Forgive you. Um, don't minimise your success. Um, you all do really, really great work. Be proud of it. And if someone doesn't think so, it doesn't matter. You do. Yep. <laughs> so I think our thoughts are really, really important. Yep. And uh, we need to take a tiger approach. <laughs> yeah. That's right. And, um, and, you, and you have... The, uh, uh, oh, sorry. I just cut out there for a moment. Am I still with you? Yeah, that's right. Yes, yeah, so I was just going to say, you mentioned earlier when we were chatting about social relationships as well. And I know that our community, you know, we yes, can be isolated, <laughs> obviously working from home or, um, you know, some of us, I mean, there's a lot of bookkeepers in remote areas as well. So did you want to just say a little bit about that? Yeah, so if you think about our social relationships, they could be many and varied. So some, it's around nurturing um, family relationships. Um, sometimes family aren't that close. So it's around creating a friend, um, commu friendship community, mm -hmm. nurturing those relationships, um, you know, broadening your social networks. Online is great, but that, that doesn't, nothing beats sitting with someone and having a coffee and a chat. So even if you're in a remote community or a remote area, you can still find people like you that perhaps are a little lonely and you just didn't realise it. Um, join a club, um, you know, start a hobby, um, volunteer. I, I can tell you now that volunteering for Beyond Blue is one of the most joyous things that I've done in my whole life. I've done many things, mm. but volunteering is up there mm. and it makes me feel fantastic. And it's about giving with expecting nothing in return. But guess what? You get so much in return. Yeah, that's Because right. people are grateful, they're helpful. Look at the, look at the con, the, um, the Royal Fire concert last night, the joy that people are bringing mm. online, at concerts, everywhere. It's just, it's wonderful. Yep. Uh, it makes you feel really good. Um, or maybe start a hobby. Yep. I think I mentioned that. Oh, what the other one? Smile and say hello. I walk <laughs> around smiling and saying hello to people and I don't mind if they don't say hello back. But you smile at someone and <gasps> say hello. Like it makes you feel good. <laughs> and often you'll get the biggest smile back from someone or they might say something really nice and that can simply make your day feel better. I love that. That's quite, that, that actually made you my day think you from that made yep. my day thinking about that. So, I mean, the community, you know, my husband, he's very much part of our community and um, he, he does that. When we go out on our walks, he says hello to everyone with a big smile and sometimes people don't say hello back and I always think, oh, are you nervous that people won't say hello back? And he's like, I don't care. So I think that's a good attitude to take to, you know, share that joy even though you might not necessarily get anything in return. So it's very yeah, good. Because it's not about, it's about the joy you're giving out. That's and right. if you get some back in, it's great. But I, I agree with your husband perfectly. I'm yeah. not expecting anything in return. And if I get a really that's nice right. smile or a hello, wow. That's bonus. Yep, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That's so good. Um, and then um, the final area that I'll touch on is our work, which we're spending mm. a lot of time every day in. Uh, and the social relationships and the, the networking outside of it is really important to take us outside of the work mm. environment. Yeah. and to put some boundaries around it. It's really easy um, to work continuously. 
And then when you get home to continue to work or be on email or do stuff, mm-hmm. limit your working hours. I can tell you now when we had our, um, my practice and I had staff, we had rules around when they could send emails. I didn't want them sending emails to a client at 6.30 or 7 <laughs> at night because then the client expected Expects that. Expects it. And exactly. I can tell, tell, tell you now, I used to sit on the couch and I'd often check emails and it took a lot of strength not to reply to a client that had sent an email at 8.30 at night. But remember this, maybe 8.30 at night is when they've got their time to do those emails mm-hmm. and get back to you. Maybe they're not expecting a They're not expecting Because in a lot of cases, yeah. they're not there, but it's okay. their time to do it. So, you know, limit working hours. And, and I always look, if you're given three hours to do something or you're given five hours to do something, if anyone's like me, I'll probably procrastinate time and then finish it in the five hours. Yeah. If I'm given three, knock it out. Yeah. Um, so just think about, you know, putting some boundaries around timings and yeah. things like that. Um, Excellent. Regular breaks are really important. Tech downtime. Um, I don't know whether it's a good or a bad thing watching Apple telling me every day or week how much time I've spent on the phone, but it's a really <laughs> timely reminder. It frightens the hell out of me. I'm not going to tell you what they said yesterday, yeah. but tech downtime is really important. Switch off. Um, realistic deadlines. Um, often what I find um, in the bookkeeping industry is incredible people that are givers. They want to help everybody. Yeah. Um, so and they true. allow realis- um, unrealistic deadlines. So put some realism around that. Yep. Um, be clarify job descriptions. If you're running your own business on your own or you've got staff, make sure you've got a job description. Clarify what that person's doing. Tell the clients, this is what we're going to do for you. Clarify where the boundaries are. Touched about taking holidays. Um, the other one is it's okay to say no and no with a full stop after it, not no but. Or yep. no, I'm going to make an excuse for, or I'm going to justify why I've said no. If we're looking at realistic deadlines and clarification. Sometimes it's okay to say no. Yeah. And often people will actually be grateful that you've been up front to say that rather than taking more on knowing that you're not going to be able to meet those mm. deadlines. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's re- yeah. So it's re- that's fantastic that's so helpful um you know just showing us though all those different areas and you know it actually makes me think of you know a lot so i have one employee and she's like incredibly productive and proactive and you know i think like so what you know what i do is i regularly set aside time to go to her and just check in and say because obviously it's very easy to go, oh, this person's really proactive and so I can just throw anything at them and they can handle it. But having those regular check-ins just make sure that the workload hasn't got too much because what, what I notice is that I get in my zone and I can just go this, 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 this and pass each thing on. But those check-ins are really helpful and what can happen is that during that conversation, um, you know, um, she might actually pass a few jobs back or say actually this. And, you know, I found that really helpful and it gave me insight into the flip side of working with my clients where they're just, they get in their groove with you. And if they think that you can handle it, they'll just keep moving forward. And they're not necessarily thinking, oh, I'm just going to overload this person. They're just kind of in their 
you know, they're in their zone. Um, and if, you know, as you said, Tim, if they um, send you an email at 8 p.m. and you reply, they'll think, oh, cool, my bookkeeper works at 8 p.m. and that's when I do my bookkeeping. So during that time, you know, I can get replies. And mm. um, so having that boundary yeah, and you, there. And don't reply and don't feel guilty about it. Yeah, <laughs> feel good about it. Exactly. You feel good about it. Just be going, okay, that's, that suits yeah. them. Exactly. The other thing is, you know, with the change in technology, with the advent of all this technology, we can mm. have paperless offices. Mm. We, we can get information from our clients without having to go to their office. Yep. Um, you know, there are alternatives to email, you know, Slack and mm -hmm. all sorts of other things. Um, and, you know, if you are really upfront with your clients about how you work and the boundaries, yep. I that they will be more grateful to you in the long run because yeah. they'll know what the rules of engagement are. That's right. And I can tell you now, as soon as you've got those set up, it helps reduce stress. Yeah, that's right. For everybody. Mm -hmm. So that's perfect. And I've just, I don't know, I've just had a big smile on my face the whole time because everything that you've shared <laughs> with me today, it so fits in with what we're talking about at the moment. It's fitting in with what we've talked about in the last couple of sessions. And it also ties into the next session where I'm going to be talking specifically about organizing their calendars and things like that. So it's really, yeah. I love the way you've kind of slotted in and just, you know, we're on the same page there and you've really, but you've added such depth to the conversation, you know, obviously, um, you know, they're going to, get sick of just hearing my voice all the time. So I love the fact that you've been able to bring, come in and, you know, bring this um, depth and also some, right. you know, really helpful tips and information. So, um, so okay. just before, one, just, Oh, you go, you go. Yeah. I was just going to um, just one, a couple of things just to summarize. Is that what you were going to say? as we were about to close off, are we? Well, I wanted to ask, I did have another question actually, yeah, because cool. you do talked... that and then I'll do a little summary. Yeah, cool. Because we talked about, um, or two things we talked about before we did the recording was um, that bookkeepers are dealing with business owners in distress. And the other thing you talked about is obviously, you know, we, we, we've talked about a little bit about disruption and that's a, you know, another happy topic for you. So in the context of, you know, there's disruption happening in the industry and business owners, I mean, I can't tell you how many stories I've heard of bookkeepers being very poorly treated by business owners. And so when you said that business owners in distress, I thought, oh, I really want to talk to you about that and, you know, okay. just get a bit of insight on that specific topic. Okay. That actually, that's really, really, um, really good that you loop back to that mm. because, you know, if we go about looking after ourselves and we go about working on our own well-being, mm. um, we then come into contact with lots of people. So let's talk about bookkeepers coming into contact with their clients and often, um, quite rightly, I have heard stories. I've also been um, standing the there <laughs> in a, um, a stressful situation with a client going off at, off at mm. me. Mm. But it, Oh, I look back now and hindsight's a wonderful thing. So here's my hindsight. Yep. I look back now and because of what I've learned, I now could go back and identify clients that were, I never, I couldn't hear from for a while. So they were withdrawing. They were, mm. I, they were potentially angry at times. They would vent. At yes. Nothing would be good enough. Yep. Um, and there would always be a problem. So they would pick, sometimes minute things and go, you can never get anything right. Now, this is, this is just some general. It's not like that happened all the time. Not everybody's like that. But over the years, those were some of the situations. Do you know where I went first up? I went, okay, oops, what's wrong with 
Tim yes. and what's wrong with Tim's team and what's wrong with Tim's bookkeeping business. Yeah. So I went straight there because it, I was being, um, being told that, I, that we weren't doing a good job. Yeah. So I went straight to that. And that's usually where most people go. What I've learned is that looking back now, a number of those people were, they were avoiding you. It was because something else was going on when they were angry. That was mm-hmm. a symptom of something else going on. I don't know what they were, but it could have been a family situation. It could have been that um, they knew that there were some things coming up or that they knew there were clients that they were about to lose. They'd been given notice on them that we didn't know about. There's a whole range of things that could be going on. Um, Now, if I was to go back then, I would be easily be able to go, okay, this is not who I know about you is there something else going on? Let's talk, let's deconstruct this a little bit. Is there, what's really going on with the work we're doing or is there something else going on that you might want to share with me? I'm not necessarily can solve all your problems, but maybe if you share a little bit, we can as a together work on, on supporting you in that. Mm. Probably that's the sort of conversation I would have had in hindsight, but I wasn't prepared then. So part of what I do now is, do things like this to talk to people to say, hey, it might not be about you. It actually might be about yep. them. Yes, that's right. And because in that moment when someone's scolding you or nitpicking or questioning your bills, it can feel like it's about you because, you know, it can be an emotional trigger. And, it, you know, you've hit the nail on the head with another thing that we've been talking about, which, I mean, I go on about this in nearly all of my episodes about having empathy for the client and the reason that, I share about that now is because back in the day when a client would be, you know, acting in a distressed way, I used to automatically say, oh, that client's being abusive. And I'd go to Facebook and have a big rant about them. And everyone would jump on the bandwagon and say, oh, ditch them, get rid of them, that kind of thing. And I had this huge (laughs) eye opener when I moved from when I closed down my own bookkeeping business and went into being just a regular business owner. And then I had to hire my own bookkeepers. And I went through this whole situation where my the shoe was on the other foot and I thought oh my gosh and I could see situations where I was even tempted to respond a way that a client might have responded back in the day and think oh okay I remember how that felt so I'm not going to do that and so getting on the episodes now you know I'm talking about okay what might you know what might be going on for the client because people Mm. generally don't go around trying to act mean or hurt people and you know as you said you've pointed it out and hit the nail on the head that if they're in distress or they're suffering from some mental health issues or whatever's going on and the thing I try to remind bookkeepers of is that you know we're dealing with people's money like we're dealing we're in the area of finances so we're the business owner they might not be able to vent at their marketing person for example like I mean maybe they do but the bookkeepers right in there and they're sometimes bringing to light things that are stressful for the business owner, such as their business is not performing as well as they thought. And so then that can kind of open up a bit of a can of worms and potentially even have the bookkeeper become the, per- you know, that's the person the business owner associates with that, you know, those feelings. Yeah. And, you know, there's a whole kind of kettle of fish there. So. Yeah, most, most definitely. And I remember in the past saying to a staff member, you pick up the phone and call a client and if they're in a bad mood, maybe one of their clients has just dismissed them, said, yep. 
our sir, we don't need your services or your products anymore. Yes. And so they're in a bad mood. So don't always take it, take it on. It, it is hard. Mm-hmm. Um, and when you're in a role, a service role, yep. you kind of want to help them and fix it. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes there's things that you can't fix. No. All you can do is often uh, offer a kind word or a kind ear. And just one other thing um, I, I find interesting that I'll, I would comment on, and you mentioned it as well about, you know, venting with your team and all that. Um, sometimes the Facebook groups and the communities that we're in, mm-hmm. if you just share a kind word, it might mm-hmm. actually be better even when other people are angry or cranky or yes. um, going off about something. Yep. Sometimes it's best to acknowledge that, you know, maybe they're having a bad day, but don't get involved in it because then it yep. just fuels it. And sometimes a kind word can just be the best thing you can do. And, yep. you know, we're not, always, we're not always perfect and people make mistakes. And sometimes if you just make do a kind word or listen, mm-hmm. that can be um, a really good thing to do. Yep. Because one day someone will do that to you. That's right. Yeah, it's, it's so good, so helpful. And just the last little bit about the disruption that, it, you know, obviously we've, we've been in a, I mean, back in back when you were running your business, you made the transition into the cloud and automation and everything um, during, you know, from paper bookkeeping and um, desktop mm-hmm. software. And so we've seen a massive change in the industry, um, you know, and it's still constantly changing. So in the context of that disruption, is there anything else that you wanted to add or... Okay. I think um, there's probably a couple of things. One is um, don't try and fix everything all at once. Yeah. Um, sometimes I think people are going, oh my God, there's all these parts of my business I want to automate and change and I want to do it all now. Um, do one thing really well and then move to the next and prioritize it. And if you're on your own, work out that and ask somebody else how they've gone on their journey. If you've got a team, talk to the team. So I think that, I think that's really important. The other thing um, is that you don't need everything. So you don't need to, you don't need every app and every piece <laughs> of software out there. You just need a right. few that'll do a really good job of business. Yeah. Um, and then be really clear around what's the strategy around that. So yeah. why am I to this? Why am I doing, what is it going to do that help me, my team and my client and really question that up front rather than just jumping in and using yeah. it um, yeah. yourself. And I think one of the other things in, in all of these cases when you're talking about reducing stress or better well-being yeah. is the more you understand what causes you stress and those people around you, the easier it is to manage, not to fix, to manage. Yeah. So think about those sort of things and encourage other people to do the same. And then going back to what, we, what you just asked, maybe what you do is the things that are stressful for you, you fixed first in your business. Mm. So I can tell you when I had my business, I if I didn't get paid or if we had a big list of clients that were you know, saying they were going to pay or not pay, that was an unbelievable stress to me. Mm-hmm. So we moved to direct debit. And I, that was a priority for me, for yes. my, for better you know, mental health for me. Yep. For someone else that might go, oh, I don't mind if they pay a bit late. Yes, that's it's right. Different it's different for everyone. situations for different people. Yes, so find right. the things that cause you stress, understand them yep. and work out how to manage them. So good. It's so good. I'm just, yeah, I'm so happy that you were able to join me today. And um, is there anything else that you wanted to um, 
add on to the end before we talk a little bit about your upcoming um, speaking event that people might be able to catch you at? Okay. Um, I, all I would say is there's help out there. Um, obviously, um, Beyond Blue um, do a magnificent job and I had a lot of um, association with them. So they have a 24 seven, um, seven days a week um, hotline that's manned by clinical staff. So it's not just people on the line. Yep. Um, they are manned by clinical staff. So there is somebody out there that can help you 24 seven. So if you need an ear, you need someone to talk to out there. Now Beyond Blue is not the only one, um, but I would mention them because I've had an association with them. Their hotline number is one three hundred two two four six three six. Um there is you know lifeline other people out there. So yeah. um there is help and I would encourage people to get help sooner so that you can mm. look after yourself and you can become more resilient to yes. the stresses of life. <laughs> which aren't Fantastic. going away <laughs> that's right that's right and so, so i will include i'll include that phone number in the in the notes of the podcast um and also um you you mentioned lifeline so i'll put that number in there as well and you did mention a little bit earlier that um beyond blue have some plans that people can download so if you can send those to me or give me a bit of a pointer which ones you're referring to i'll include those in the link as well and yeah finally, absolutely Finally, you're going to be speaking on the 25th and 26th of March at the Accounting Business Expo in Sydney. And so do you want to just tell us a little bit about what you're going to be speaking on and what people can expect to see if they pop down okay. there? Um, on the Thursday, um, over the last couple of years, I've done um, talks at um, Accounting Business Expo on mentally healthy workplaces and culture. Um, I've been very, very fortunate that Beyond Blue have joined me on stage and they are joining me again because this year we're going to talk about um, the subject being don't take it offline, how to deal with overwhelmed clients. So bookkeepers and accountants um, who deal with, you know, hundreds and hundreds of small business owners, as we've spoken about before, often mm -hmm. see that they will be in distress and don't know what to do. Beyond Blue have put together a guide and we're going to go through that guide and the guide is absolutely a must for anyone uh, or any one of your bookkeepers who are dealing with clients. That's it'll give them lots of really handy tips. It'll talk about stuff that we've talked about today. Um, it'll have a reference to the um, wellbeing plans and it allows you to start a conversation without being fearful, without thinking I'm going to have to be the support person for this client if I have a talk to them and without it being confrontational. So mm -hmm. I would encourage you to come along um, if you're in Sydney to Accounting Business Expo on the Thursday. I think we're around lunchtime about 12.50. Um, and then on the um, next day on the 26th, I'm talking about how valuing yourself can improve your business and your mental health. And we touched a little bit about um, on that about taking care of yourself, valuing yourself as you're running your mm -hmm. business, so that you know, is, and you um, are out there um, providing the best service you can, and ensuring that you're looking at yourself, you're getting paid to the value you are. Um, and then your, your mental health. So a little bit more on the theme we talked today. Yeah. Um, if you can't get to both, I would absolutely encourage you coming to Don't Take Flight. Thanks, Amy. Amazing, amazing. And so after that happens, is like, will I be able to access some resources to share with the community to follow up on that? Um, for example, you talked about Beyond Blue creating a, 
um, a guide? Will that be available? Absolutely. Excellent. Great. That's fantastic. I love the fact that um, Beyond Blue, you know, actually care about bookkeepers and accountants that, you know, they're making it something that's, you know, and I guess that's because of your input that they've, that they've, ta you know, seen that as some, like an area that actually needs um, some help yeah. and resources provided for them. So it's really great. Yeah, Thank I think you. it's a, a real credit to them that they're going, small business is such an important part of Australia. Yeah. We need to specifically provide them with some yep. advisors are a priority. So that's great news. Fantastic. Well, thank you so much for, you know, your contribution, not just today, but to the industry as a whole. And, you know, the work that you're doing with these guys is, um, yep, it's fantastic. And thank you for coming on the show. What an absolute pleasure, Amy. Amy, I'm really happy to, to be invited here today. Um, and I thank you for allowing me to share this information with your um, bookkeepers and your members. And I really hope people can go away with one or two things yes. um, that will help them in their everyday life. Absolutely. I'm sure they will. All right. Well, thank you for joining me and thank you everybody else. Have a fantastic weekend and I will see you again next week. As promised, we're going to be continuing on with our work about managing our time and um, you can, you can catch up on the last couple of episodes prior to this one as well, if you want to get on the same page and we'll be going through some practical ways that you'll be able to um, set some boundaries in your calendar and to be able to manage your time better so that you don't get overwhelmed. I will see you then next week or well, you, oh, you won't see me, but I, you will hear me and um, I'm looking forward to next week. See you then. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Bookkeeper's Voice. We'll be back next week. So subscribe to future episode notifications. Do you want to be more efficient? Get instant access to our free template of the month. Visit thesavvybookkeeper.com.au slash freebie. Would you love to connect with other Savvy Bookkeepers to get support and ideas? Join the Savvy Bookkeeper Facebook group. Do you need help with pricing, marketing, web design or business planning? Visit thesavvybookkeeper.com.au to see our services. Until next time, stay savvy.